0: Tell Me About Your Kids is a conversation on connected parenting. Bonnie Harris talks to parents about their problems and struggles. Listen in. These conversations can be your support system in your day-to-day parenting journey.
1: Hello. Welcome to Tell Me About Your Kids. I'm Bonnie Harris, and I'm your host on this series of podcasts that will be sessions with parents talking about all sorts of everyday parenting issues that I trust you will relate to. And learn from. We were all set to launch this podcast when suddenly it seemed like the world came to an end. The coronavirus pandemic hit, and suddenly all of us were quarantined to our homes. Wow, I mean, everything changed, the world changed. Uh, I thought it was important that we start out with this kind of acknowledgement because several of the podcasts we've already recorded were. Pre COVID won't say anything about that. Here we are. I want you to meet my producer, Adam Arnone, who is here with me. Hi, Adam.
0: Hey, everybody. Hi, Bonnie. Uh,
1: Adam is a dad of two young kids, and he is home with them all
0: day long.
1: (laughs) Right. Day after day after day. Fortunately, My kids are grown and away from home. Actually, I shouldn't say fortunately, because the problem is I can't see them. I can't be with them. And I have three grandkids who are home with their teacher dad, who's teaching from home. It's just one of those crazy things that we're living in now. So here we are. So Let me tell you, I'll go back to pre-COVID, and let me tell you why I decided I wanted to do this podcast. I've been teaching parenting and counseling parents and writing books and articles for parents for over 30 years. And through all of that, I found that my very favorite thing to do is to work with parents one-on-one and help them figure out the most effective way for them to work with their children. Because they're not all alike, are they? And with a podcast, I can do the one-on-one and share it with all of you at the same time. This is a great medium for what I love best. So we're going to be off and running in this new time, and I'm hoping that because you're all home with your kids, you'll find some time to listen to a podcast. So let me tell you a little bit about how this all started, and then I want to bring in Adam and hear more about what's going on with him in the situation that you're all in now. Rewind to the beginning here's how it all started. After I had my son, my firstborn, I figured that I was probably about the best parent on earth. And so, of course, I had a lot to say about parenting because I obviously had it down. Pat, I believed this for five years. Four and a half years after my son was born, my daughter was born. She was great for the first year. I felt so lucky. It was like, wow, I've got these two great easy kids, but, you know, I must have this down. Then she started to walk. Most babies are thrilled with this development, but not Molly. She never seemed to want to get anywhere on her own. So at 11 months, all hell started to break loose. She cut me off at the knees, and I had no idea what was going on. It felt like the invasion of the body snatchers. Who was this child? I had to start from scratch. I had no idea how to handle her. She never wanted to grow up, so resistance was her way of engaging her world. The most um, important Moment in my life with Molly, my, one of my epiphany moments, I call it, was when she was like between four and five. She was in preschool. Every morning of her preschool years, the same scenario played out. I would struggle to get her out of bed and got her... Up finally after God knows how long, and into our fairly large bathroom where we had our clothes for the day picked out and piled up. I was so organized. <laughs> I have this image emblazoned in my mind of her coming through the doorway of the bathroom with a look on her face that would kill she had her bottom lip stuck way way out in a pout she she had that she had that pout that lip sticking out for about three years I wanted to cut it off she would complain about not wanting to go to school and that I couldn't make her and yada yada and you know I knew she loved her preschool but I still worried did I have to change the schools I don't I don't know but I was mostly mad because her brother never complained a day about school that was when I was a perfect parent then Molly would lie down on the floor and we'd go through the same litany Molly get up come on get dressed Hurry up. We're going to be late. Stop this. You are making this so hard. Come on, get up and get dressed. I don't have time for this. I have a feeling many of you know what I am speaking of. And you also know that my demands did absolutely no good and actually made her dig her heels in more. This went on for at least a year. I was sure she was out to get me doing this on purpose determined to ruin my day you know on and on with that train of thinking and this was only the mornings you know the embarrassing piece is that I had just gotten my graduate degree in early childhood and I was already teaching parenting groups helping parents better communicate with their kids what's wrong with this picture Then one morning it changed. I don't know what happened to me in my sleep. I don't know what I dreamt of. I had been reading a lot. But this particular morning, I looked at that same grumpy, lip-sticking-out face, nothing different from her end at all. And I thought, wait a minute, she's not out to get me. She's miserable and it was like this chandelier went off in my head. I knew that Molly always had had a hard time with transitions, and I put a lot of time into learning about individual temperaments, and suddenly, I got it. I sat down on the floor, I pulled her onto my lap, and I tried connecting instead of reprimanding and demanding. I said to her, Molly, you don't wanna go to school, do you? And she said, no. And I said, "And you wish you could just stay in your cozy, warm bed, in your cozy, warm pajamas and not have to get up and take those cozy pajamas off and put on your cold, scratchy clothes? And She said, no. She didn't know where I was going. She had no idea what I was doing. I didn't either. You just really wish you could stay home and stay with me. She said, yes. I bet you wish that you didn't have to get dressed and eat breakfast and leave because then you have to say goodbye. And she said, yes. And she melted into my body. Uh, it was the most remarkable moment. She just melted. And I uh, started to cry. And I said to her, you know what, Mal? And she said, what? And I said, you know, I hate mornings too. They're my least favorite part of the day. I hate them. She said, you do? I said, yes, I hate it when the alarm goes off and I have to put my feet out on the cold floor and get up out of my cozy bed she said, really? Now we're like blood sisters, right? We had such a connection in that moment. And so I just kept talking about what I liked and what I didn't like and what she liked and what didn't. There was no more, I have to make her do something that I want her to do. I just got into her head with her and we just got talking and during that, we started putting on our clothes and I came up with this little game that we played for probably the rest another year that was really fun and motivating, just putting pennies in jars and seeing who could get dressed first and all of that. But it definitely did not change Molly from her forceful, demanding ways. She was difficult for many more years, but I never got into another power struggle with her. And I realized everything, all my learning, all my teaching, everything came to a head in that moment. And I realized, oh my goodness, I had just been missing this. That kind of connection just became so so important to me connection and relationship with our children are what I focus on in my teaching because there is nothing 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 more important even when we're living in a pandemic even when our children have launched and are away from home even when we have little babies just about to start this journey Let's bring in Adam and hear about what's going on with you, Adam, during this crazy pandemic.
0: Send help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're all struggling in our own way. Um, But at the same time, there's been really amazing moments of kindness and cooperation and understanding. And I think an ability to adapt and show resilience that I'm pretty proud of.
1: That's fantastic. I, you know, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that a lot from parents. There are these amazing silver linings and kids who are siblings who are forced to be together all the time are finding new ways of relating to one another, finding new ways of getting along, these little silver linings popping up here and there
0: yeah they're they 're like silver linings with interruptions <laughs> <laughs> you know when when you 're around your kids constantly and for those who have younger kids and and maybe for older kids, minor nine and five. There's nowhere really else to go with what they need. So there's this constant, everything's constantly interrupted. Uh, Like, wow, you know, at least when I'm, now that I'm home constantly, my my house is going to be the cleanest it's ever been. But you definitely get interrupted while you're trying to clean the bathroom. And it's like, I'm going to make these meals that I've always wanted to make because I have all this extra time now. But you get interrupted while you're trying to read the recipe. <laughs> I'm going to build the greatest, you know, playhouse in my backyard. Somehow you get interrupted. Even then, yeah. you know, it's it's beautiful that we get a chance to 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 try to catch up on those things. But I also think it's a reality that uh, we all have to give ourselves a break an extra break i don't i don't even know what what more than an extra break is we just have to you know we have to be as kind to ourselves as as possible right now
1: Thanks for listening. I'm Bonnie Harris. If you're curious to learn more or would like to talk to me personally, check out my website, bonnieharris.com, where you can also find my books, When Your Kids Push Your Buttons and Confident Parents Remarkable Kids. There are also links in the liner notes. And please subscribe to tell me about your kids on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also leave your comments and ratings on iTunes to help other parents find us.